0: Kia ora, no mai huki mai. Today we have a very exciting episode. We have my friend, my colleague, Mihi Sorensen on air today and she comes from Te Whakatohea, Ngāti Kahunganuki Wairoa, and Ngāti Paho Wera. She's a former litigation lawyer but also the host of a fantastic um, podcast called Empower with Mahi. and as a l- listener of Empower I know that her episodes are a fresh set of thoughts to relatable problems like burnout and self-worth. So um, in true powerhouse form she's also just launched a new business which I'll get her to go Um, a bit over today but for now welcome to the show Mahi. Um, Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, Tell us a bit about yourself. yourself. Um, Yeah well thank you for having
1: me. It's so nice to be here with you today. I feel like when did we first connect? It was over a year ago and it's been so I've really enjoyed especially watching you grow in this space because you've really committed so much of yourself and your life to your multi-millionaire. So um that's been really awesome. And I am privileged to be here with you today <laughs> in your space. Um so a little bit about me. Yeah, I I used to be a lawyer. And that seems to sort of be where I start, even though I feel quite strongly about not identifying with your career. But it's such a big part of, I guess, the story. So I was a lawyer, uh, I got really burnt out, I got really consumed my, by my career and my job and ended up in a place where I felt very lost and very confused and wondering whether I'd wasted <laughs> wasted four, three and a half years of my life studying and doing this career. Well, and like didn't... 60 grand probably? Yeah, yes, <laughs> 60, 65, that's oh, where my um, student line finished up, love that for me, love that for <laughs> us, <laughs> Life. I know. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I, I guess I moved out of that space. Now I have Empower With Mahi, which is my podcast and I love it. It was sort of birthed from that, that place of being really sad and feeling really lost and now it is a massive part of me and it brings me a lot of fulfillment. So yeah, I've got Empower With Mahi. I have just recently launched Organize Her, which is the business and I'm really excited about that. And I continue to sort of work in the public sector not as a lawyer but um, as it, it's a confusing space it's kind of a space that sits between politics and the government and giving advice to lots of people and it's it's a little bit different but I really enjoy it and what's most important is that it gives me the time and the energy and the space to be able to continue doing all of the stuff that I love doing on the site so
0: yeah it's a little bit about me. I love that you're definitely um, a busy woman, um, starting all these new projects all the time. And then I'm exactly the same. And then we're like, I know oh, you I'm are so busy. I'm so stressed. <laughs> and it's like, girl, you started a new business this year. But <laughs> tell us about this new business, Organize Her, um, because I've seen you on Instagram and things, and I've just thought it was so cool. So tell us more about Organize Her. What are you doing? What's the mission behind it?
1: Yeah. So Organize Her is, it's something that I know I have been meaning to do for a long time. I think when I started the podcast, it really was a passion project and I knew it would become something. I wanted to create something that would serve my podcasting community. And for a while I did one-on-one coaching, which I really enjoyed and was really fulfilling, but there's only one of me and mm. I couldn't, I didn't have enough in me, especially when I'm still working full-time in yeah. my traditional job to be able to no no not scalable at all and I just felt like I wasn't able to provide enough to the entire community I was able to like show up for a few people Mm. but not for the entire community so wound that down and that's not a bad thing it's good to try these things because if I didn't try that I never would have known yeah then I thought a lot about um what it is that I care about the most and this is how I landed on starting the podcast in the first place was the only thing I really care about is empowering women, which is what led me to Empower With Mahi. And then I thought, okay, what can I do that will serve the community that turns into my podcast, which is typically um, busy women that have a lot going on and not specifically professional women because that is sort of who I am. That's a lot of my identity. And I expected to have that sort of listener base. Mm-hmm. But turns out I've got a lot of young mums, I've got women that aren't career focused whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I've got all kinds of women from all sorts of backgrounds and different spaces, which made me think a little bit more about, okay, what is it? What is something that impacts all of us that we all Mm -hmm. care a lot about? Because all of my listeners in my community are very passionate, much like myself, much like Mm -hmm. you. What is it that, what is the biggest problem that pisses me off the most that impacts all of us? And I am, I am someone who is like big on big social movements and equality and feminism. Like I am, I am a feminist through and through. I am so proud of that. I was raised to be a feminist and it pisses me off when women (laughs) are doing too much and that it's an expectation. Mm. And so Organize Her became the business that I feel really strongly about that has this mission to make women's lives easier because cool. we are too busy doing everything, trying to carry the load of everything. And even mm-hmm. though like in the last 70 years or something, there's been a shift in women and now participating in the workplace, which is so good. Love that for us. We've had um, more advocacy around women's rights in general mm-hmm. around. Um, what else am I thinking about around sexual health and, yeah. and reproductive rights. All of these things are really cool much Mm. like women participating in the workplace. Mm. However, as women continue to participate in the workplace, continue to start earning more than their male counterparts, Mm. why are we still carrying the same load outside of the workplace at home that we were 70 years ago when we didn't have jobs Mm. because we weren't welcome in the workplace? Mm. And that's like one very generic example. But the idea is that we're too busy, we're doing too much shit, and it's pissing me off, and I wanted to do something about it. And I'm very type A, and I love organizing things, and I love like planners, and I love Excel spreadsheets, which don't mm-hmm. sound that sexy. <laughs> and so, organize her is the sexy space cool. where we can provide tools and solutions to help busy women keep their shit together, basically.
0: That's awesome. So, what are those tools? What are those solutions? I need um, them in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well the first the first product
1: is a productivity planner which has just arrived in the country this morning yay cool um, it's not in my house yet but I can't wait for them to land here and the reason that we're starting with a productivity planner is because I asked my community on Instagram I said what do you guys want What I think I'm I voted for what you want? yeah
0: I, Good. Think I'm, <laughs> I am sick I'm tired of I have a whole stack um behind this of my diaries and stuff and I have literally 10 like there's one that has um you know like a weekly overview and things and then there's one for like my journaling there's one for like keeping things organized one for my to-do list and I'm like why is there not one that just incorporates everything because I cannot take 10 diaries when I go on trips and I always find that whenever I go (laughs) on a work trip I just come back and I'm so disorganized because I couldn't fit all 10 in my bag.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And admittedly, when I did the first sample, hold on, I'll just grab it. When I did the first sample for the productivity planner, I did try including everything. And then I realized, you know what? This is very thick. Wow. Double C thick. Wow. Wow. And I love it, but it was me trying to include too much. So the final Mm -hmm. productivity planners are going to be a little bit um, more trimmed down than this, which is good. But I hear you in that there's so much Mm. life to organize. And we try to do it in all of these different spaces. And the idea is that with this productivity planner, it's going to have the space for you to time block out your day. You're going to have the space to be able to, to reflect on how the day went and how the week went and what... You want to improve on next week. You've got space to plan what's coming up in the next week. You even have space to like write and just write random notes because that sort of comes up as well, mm. um, which I'm really excited about. Because I, I don't know, am I a type A? Are you like this? I <laughs> just love everything in one space. I know yes. where it is. I don't need to stress about where to find this information because it's in my productivity planner.
0: I need that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure um a lot of people listening and um today will also need something like that in their life. Um what other things are you thinking in terms of the future of organized hair? like um yeah, where what's the future um got in store? To be honest,
1: um I don't really know. I am I it'll become a question, I think, for the community again because, ultimately, and this is why I think I can do so many of these things, all of these are led by a really strong desire and a passion within me. And so I don't want to release any product or create any solution or create any tool, which isn't relevant or valuable to my community. Otherwise it's a waste of, it's a waste of my time and my energy. It's Mm -hmm. also a waste of everyone else's time. Why would I, why would I want to, Have people spend their money on products that aren't exactly what they need and aren't solving the specific problems that we have. So Mm -hmm. we've got the productivity planner that's coming out and I'm really excited about that. We've also got a digital budget planner on Notion for everyone that uses Notion. Um, and that's already available and I made that because I was getting impatient about how long these productivity planners were coming and I was like I need to make something and we all care about making sure that we're budgeting properly and that we have Mm. all of our money in the right place as you know yes that's really (laughs) important to your community so um, it's yeah I think it's just a matter of talking to my community figuring out what everyone's pain points are I suspect there'll be some kind of reflective journal
0: Mm. to come
1: Um, my I get really excited, maybe not right now, it's October, but like come December, I get really excited about the new year and new year's resolutions. And like, this is a chance to do all of my life admin and do like a life audit and be like, oh. what's happening with my insurances? Do yes. I need to look into oh, those yes. insurances? Imagine like and redo one that them? you go
0: through, like, And maybe you buy it like every end of year and you go top to back and you like order everything. Mm -hmm. I've been talking with one of my mentors and she um, keeps on encouraging me and she's saying, just pause, just stop everything you're doing and just reflect on what you're doing that's not going well, what's going well. And just pause because we can't like pick up on those things when we're so busy just, you know, going at it. And mm-hmm. so, a little while ago, like I took a couple of weeks off and just didn't work at all. And I just like thought, and I was like, "Wow, there's so many areas that I just actually hate, and there's so many yes. areas that I love. And like, <laughs> how do I, you know, make that a bit better? Because <laughs> we, I don't want to live, I don't want to live a life that I hate. So, yeah, that yeah. Just pushing pause, I love that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's again, like, that's a big part of organizing because. We are so often too busy dealing with responsibilities at work, responsibilities with our family, especially mm. at the end of the year. You know, we've got Christmas and New Year, and that brings up heaps of mummy for people as well. Yep. Like, you're just not in a space to be able to continue carrying all of that. Yep. Plus being able to look inwards and think about, okay, what is it that I need? What mm. is it that I need to shift in my life? And there's so many things. Like, yesterday I had this task on my to-do list that, admittedly, I've been putting off for, like, two weeks and I sat down and I was like, right, I really need to do this. It was like producing some kind of email. Really need to do this. I'm going to force myself to do it. I'm pissed off that it's taken me this long to do it. And then I, I just asked myself, I was like, why are you doing this? Do you even need to do this? You don't even need to do this. This isn't even an email that's necessary for the community. It's not. You've just decided that it's really important that you do this and you've stressed mm-hmm. yourself out over it. And so I just didn't. And it wasn't until, you know, like I'd spent two weeks stressing out over this thing and procrastinating over this thing because I hadn't taken the time to actually just ask myself, does this really matter? Like, is this really, is it really the serious?
0: Yeah. And same goes, I think like I, um, I'm in the, I'm at the start of my, um, first home buying journey, I guess. And I've set a Mm -hmm. goal to buy next March. And, um, for a while now, like I've been like talking to my banks and stuff and I've just been like literally just waiting on figuring out how much money my business makes, and literally this has been going on for like a month. And like I'm just like, no, this is going to take so long to go through my whole thing and just figure it all out. And this morning, um, so I got a new office, and I was like, all right, when I get my new office, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. It literally took me half an hour. Half an hour. <laughs> I have been putting it off for months, and I was like, everything is already like organized on the app and stuff. All I had to do was just add it together. Um, but like yeah. things like that that if I just buddy did it like two weeks ago it would have been sorted by now
1: Why and why do we do this to ourselves we are our own worst enemies sometimes <laughs> sometimes we just need to yeah mm. just but again it's about having that time you're a very busy woman you've got a lot of stuff going on so sometimes it's just easier to be like I'll put it off I'll put it off and I'll do it and it's really important
0: mm.
1: sometimes you just gotta do it
0: yeah <sighs> So how do you kind of manage that as a, well, you're, you've are you got your full-time mahi and you've got your mm. self-employed mahi and your business mahi and running a podcast and just being a girl boss in general and I assume, you know, like sorting out your clothes and just all of that thing, you know, <laughs> keeping your house clean, things like that. How? What are your best tips for someone who wants to do all these things, but maybe they feel like they don't have enough time, um, you know, things aren't organized enough to do that. What would you say is the best thing they can do to get started? I think, I think firstly, what I would say is, yes,
1: I do all of that stuff, but I also want to acknowledge that I am very privileged and that I, my mahi, like my nine to five, I work from home. Um, I own my own house. So there's a lot of stress that I don't have to deal with and being able to just, not be concerned about being kicked out yeah. of my house at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of space here. Like I just, I am very privileged. Um, and probably now more than ever, I've had more time despite doing all of these things. And so I guess what really helps me and being able to manage everything and being able to show up on time when I need to is having kind of like an, um, having kind of like an umbrella um, when I'm planning out my days mm-hmm. and being really clear, like I'm not going to be specific about the kind of tasks that I need to do. Mm-hmm. I would do that in my productivity planner, but sometimes I've only got two minutes every single day to actually think about these things before I'm in a meeting and that meeting could be five or six hours long. Yeah. So it's about having the umbrella um, above your head and understanding, okay, what are my priorities today? What are the things that I absolutely need to make sure I, get done or give some time to and whether that's just a whole day focusing on just my day job and the podcast yep. goes to the side and organiser goes to the side and all of those things can just wait for another day mm. sometimes that's just what you need to do mm-hmm. it's just about prioritizing what really matters mm. and also getting to the end of the day and being like okay I feel really good about it because I know that I have done the things that I promised myself that I would do and all of the things that were really really important I've done that as well. Mm. And and you know what? If I didn't get time to jump onto the podcast or if I didn't get time to do some planning for the business, I'm not upset with myself about that. I'm just going to make that a priority on another day. Mm. So really it's just, it's just prioritizing. But I also, I acknowledge like, I don't have kids to look after. I don't have kids to feed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, there's a lot of privilege in um, having the time and the space to do things mm. on your own and on your own terms. And and I realize a lot of people don't have that privilege as well.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think that as well, and it's uh, it's really cool being able to just point that out because I think a lot of people can listen and go, oh, but, you know, you work from home and I have to drive places and things like that. So can you, um, I guess, even if you're not in that situation, what when you were um, as a lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, um, with lots of mahi and things like that, when did you start your journey with um, starting your podcast? Was that when you were a lawyer or did you start it after
1: you had finished yeah so I started the podcast maybe three months before I quit law um and I started it literally I I've been thinking about it for a long time I hadn't prioritized it I was a little bit like "Mm, what are people gonna say about me still caring about people's opinions in that point um which is all good because we do often that's fine that's natural yeah it's the journey it's the (laughs) journey um but I really sort of Took the plunge when I was coming out of a very messy hearing and I was very burnt out and I was just upset about life and nothing felt good. And I was like, what's going to feel good finally doing this thing that I promised myself I was going to do over a year ago and getting over myself and doing it? And so I did. Like, I was doing the podcast and I was re- recording and releasing episodes weekly. And at the same time, I was still being a lawyer and showing up to court and doing all of that stuff. And you know, I had, I was already burnt out before I started the podcast, yeah. so it was a lot to manage, but yep. I think sometimes it almost helps when you, I mean, I'm not encouraging burning yourself out. I'm not <laughs> encouraging that at all. It's not good for you, but when you have a lot of things going on you sort of get into the flow of being like, okay, I've got an hour to do this. I'm going to bang it out. Then I've got an hour to do this. I'll bang it out instead of having lots of spare time mm. kind of forces you again to prioritize and just be like, you know what? I promised people that I'm going to record and release episodes weekly mm. so I will do that there is nothing that will stop me from doing that and yet sometimes it means doing it on the weekend sometimes it mm. means being up until midnight editing a podcast episode so that it can release at five o'clock in the morning like 100 mm. I did that when I was practicing in law I still do that sometimes now like yep. that just is what it is yep. But it's about how committed you are Like the only thing that keeps me doing this, because financially, like I don't need to do this. I'm Mm. all good in my nine to five. I'm really lucky that that's my situation. The only thing that keeps me doing the podcast and organize her is knowing that there is a community that is waiting to Mm. hear from me and looking forward to receiving something from me that I know that I can bring value to. And so, because Mm. of that, because I have that drive, and because there is this greater mission, it's much bigger than myself then it's it makes it worth it like I don't mind being up until midnight editing a podcast episode because I know it's going to change someone's life come five o'clock in the morning
0: yeah have you ever missed out on those deadlines that you set for yourself and like not released the podcast um have I ever no you're a boss because <laughs> no. my next question was how do you deal with it because I have missed out before and it's, it makes me feel so bad I'm like oh I wonder if anyone was just sitting there waiting for uh, Monday at 4 p.m and it just didn't come
1: <laughs> I think actually well there was there was one time there was one time that I didn't release a podcast because there was about two years where I was doing it weekly yep. straight I've dropped down to fortnightly now but there was one time that I didn't I didn't release the podcast episode at five o'clock on a Tuesday like I normally did mm. and it ended up I think I just skipped that week however I had told everyone like I've just had like a family tonguey obviously it's been really unexpected and I need to show up for my family at the moment mm. like my whanau need me to show yep. up and so that means that on this occasion I'm not going mm. to release an episode on Tuesday but I will be back in the following week so I say no I've never um skipped a deadline but I say that or missed a deadline but I say that because I made sure to inform everyone so that no one was expecting mm. me to show up like that's yeah. what I won't do I will never yeah. have someone expecting me yep. and then not show up and then mm. have someone feel disappointed it's much yep. better to let everyone know because people yeah. understand right yep. everyone in my community yeah. would have been upset if I yeah. forced myself to either do a podcast episode anyway Hi. or yeah yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> like, exactly exactly, or like not showing up and then felt yeah. bad about not showing up like no, mm. everyone would have been like don't worry about it it's fine yeah but it's just about communicating that you're not going to be mm. there at that time and this is why and everyone's cool with it
0: no that's really awesome advice that I'm going to take on because yeah I, I should do that more um if I'm feeling like it's not happening this week, then I should just tell people. um... Yes. (laughs) Because everyone loves you. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) we want what's best
1: for you. We are grateful Mm. that you give us so much value. A lot of it is free. Mm.
0: And so why would we want you to force yourself to try and show up? Yeah. And and sometimes I I do. And I'm like all happy and bubbly in my podcast. And then I was like, if I had to like force myself to do it, meaning like I didn't get to do something else, I always feel like shit and I don't want to, I don't want to be putting that out. So I have stopped, like I used to just force myself to do it, even if I couldn't. And now I'm more accepting and kind of like, you know, it's okay if it doesn't happen. Um, But that way I can always make sure that when I'm recording a podcast or when I'm um, interviewing someone, I'm actually in a good mood to do it. Cause I feel like you can hear when um, someone doesn't even, you know, actually want to be doing something right now. Um, Totally. Totally. Oh, I love that. So um, what is your best tip for someone wanting to start their own podcast then?
1: Um, Stop caring about what other people think, That's to be honest. Mm. Like, that was the biggest. Like, yeah, most of the time you're not going to know how a lot of stuff works. It's going to be a learning process. The first few episodes are going to sound like shit, and it's just Mm. something you need to get over. And I remember someone saying that to me, and I'm a perfectionist, so I really didn't like that. But it's true. Like, you know, now that I look back, I've done – like 120 episodes or something. And Mm. I can look back and be like, you know what? They do sound like shit, but that's okay. I'm so pleased that Mm. I started that two and a half years ago so that I'm not starting in that same position here today. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really um, stop caring about what other people think um, and then be open to learning new skills and be ready to put in the grind. Because I think a lot of the time, at least this was my experience before I started the podcast and the business and even when I was doing coaching, when you see stuff on social media and you're following someone and you see them like I've started a new business or we've released this new product or like I'm doing this new thing mm. you think oh yeah that's cool and then you scroll on and you have mm. absolutely no understanding of how much work goes into that in the background yeah. like not at all like even for mm. me because I do a lot of public speaking now and people think oh you're really good at the public speaking it must just come naturally and it's like it it does to an extent mm. but Was 10 minutes of me giving a speech in front of lots of people. What you didn't see was the hours going into that speech beforehand and Mm -hmm. rereading it and changing it. You didn't see me at 10 pm last night sitting at the dinner table with my parents being like, Is this sentence going to offend someone?
0: You didn't watch my story two weeks prior when I decided to (laughs) rewrite the whole thing. (laughs) You didn't exactly like, you did not see that. Like, you never see that. So, I think it's
1: good to go in and just be fully prepared and ready Mm. to give it your all and having a driver, like for me, obviously having my mission and my total reason for being is being wanting to empower women. Like that is what keeps me going. Mm. And I know the same, it's the same for you. Like you have the exact same Mm. feeling about um, why you do what you do because there's like a deeper passion and there's a deeper drive. It's not just wanting to have a business or wanting to buy a house. Like you care. Yeah. And that's really important.
0: And one thing that's like kind of really helped me is like, I've always thought, because I've always loved money and I've always wanted to like be able to grow wealth and stuff. And even when I was like 15, I was like, how can I buy a house like soon as? And now that <laughs> I'm like 20 and I'm like, okay, like um, in the next six months is like a realistic goal. Um, it's for me, it's like, this is just what I've been working on steadily throughout the years. But what kind of keeps me going when I'm thinking like, oh, I should just go on a holiday or something. I'm like, actually, me buying a house is showing people that were me five years ago that they can do this too. And that anyone in Aotearoa, um, you know, if you stick at it for years, you know, it does take a while, um, especially with the housing market and the interest rates at the moment. But I think like a steady, yeah. a steady slog is what I'm trying to show. Like we can do this. We can do whatever we want to do. Um, and I've seen that and I've seen that in your mahi as well so thank you for your service to um, all of us and we uh, really have loved um, having you on the podcast today I've got some quick fire questions though what was your favorite movie this year oh Barbie oh Barbie was good I feel like it was a little bit overrated though I oh, do I think it was
1: overrated? Absolutely. Mm. But will I always support a, a woman director yes. and a, a film that I think the world needed? Yep. Absolutely. I it left that film. Mum awesome. was like, I felt bad for the Kens. And I was like, No, you've missed you've missed oh.
0: the point of the movie. <laughs> We've got to watch it again. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on. Let's go down to the movies again. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what's your favorite book? Doesn't have to be from this year, just any book. Oh shit!
1: Um. Oh my god! Why are you throwing these questions at me? Um. I I think probably the most significant book to me. I think there are problems with it, but a really significant sort of turning point book for me is The Compound Effect. Oh yes. Um. It's yeah. It has problems. It's a little bit right wing ish. Um. And quite very Itish. much a male view, which is none of those are my cup of tea. However, um. It shifted something in me and I think that's what I look for when I listen to books like because I mostly do the audiobook thing and I yes. have so many audiobooks that I love but there was a very significant shift when I listened to that book mm. and also um, Split the Difference as well. Oh yes. Because Split the Difference is so good. I learned more about negotiation from that book than I did at law school or as a lawyer
0: well that is um gonna make some book sales isn't it (laughs) save your 65 grand on law school just read never split the difference I actually so agree with that like I've had friends who are studying business degrees and I'm like you literally do not need a business degree to run a successful business the amount of successful Mm. business owners that never went to uni and you're out here spending 50 grand on a business degree like you can read I, I swear to god if you read like a book, a week, over a year, you would know more about running a business than you would totally. after years at uni.
1: But- totally. Watch Shark Tank. Shark Tank oh, is yes. my favourite TV yes. show. Watch Shark Tank and then you'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference in the business owners that pitch and have the really impressive backgrounds, went to all the yep. best business schools, blah, 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 versus those that have just done it all on the fly, yep. no formal education whatsoever. Big mm. difference
0: yeah big difference for sure I think that's a big thing and I think we're also very young at like 17 18 to be making decisions about what we want to do for the rest of our lives like cut some teenagers some slack like we should have like a couple of years I reckon like if I had um a couple of years in between high school and uni I definitely would not have studied law like bro and I'm only halfway through it I'm just like where is this going because I already know what I want to do and it's not that (laughs) (laughs) oh my god power to you sis I would not be there right now if
1: I were you but I love that for you as well (laughs)
0: I've, I've taken a small break this semester and I'm just like this whole time I'm just like this is nice like I took the break to just think about what I want to do and I'm just like I just don't know because I know I should finish I know it's going to I know it's important to like prove to myself that I can finish something. Blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all. But at the same time, I'm like, I make more money now than I would as a graduate lawyer. Why would I finish? Of course. Mm, of course. Well, it's only half. Look, don't
1: don't ask me. I quit. So you know what I'm going to tell you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just choose who I ask my advice from. Uh, people who will tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you know, I would always,
1: I I mean, I would say to you anyway, you you obviously don't need it. However, I also respect the grind and wanting to prove something to yourself. And I think that Mm. is deeper and bigger than anything else. And likewise, I also respect if you wake up one day and you're like, no, I really don't need to do this right now. Mm. You can always go back to it. You know, like the years that you've put towards your degree so far, they're not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's your life. Yeah. No one else. You know, it's just, I'm the one that has to pay for the student loans. So. Yeah. I'll be the one that makes okay. the choice <laughs> yes. yes yes you will <laughs> yeah um well yeah anyways I'm so grateful for having you um on the show today if anyone wants to um support your co-papa, how can they um find oh the, the book's out oh your diary's not out yet but the notion budgeting template is yes yes it is so, so... A template um, if someone wants to
1: grab one of the moneymaker budget templates that you can use on Notion, you can find that at the website for Organize Her. So that's organizeher.co. Organize Her is about O-R-G-A-N-I-S-E-H-E-R, organizeher.co. Um, and otherwise, you can find the you can go onto the Organize Her Instagram, which is also organizeher.co. Um, or my Instagram, which is at Mahi Sorensen, because I respond to all DMs as long as it is not creepy um or dumb. And I know if any of you have questions, they will not be either of those things. So I will respond to you, I promise.
0: <laughs> I think I have the same rule. Um yeah. <laughs> if you come at my DMs saying, Girl, you're fat, um, they, they, they don't get a reply. But <laughs> but the nice ones are like, love your Mahi girl, I'm like, you love you too. <laughs> So, um,
1: sorry, <laughs> who is going into your DMs and sending you? People are crazy. Shit?
0: Whenever I go in the news, um, it's always, I just get like a flurry of all this hate from people that just don't want us to succeed as brown mm. wahine. But it's mm. okay. because the more people that see it, the more people that need our information are seeing it. So the more haters I get, I just think that's fine. That means more whānau Māori are seeing my content. 100%. Every one hater, there's a hundred lovers.
1: <laughs> you and you've got more of that as well. Like, and you're right, that is, I guess, another thing for people to be aware of is understanding that so many of the people that you follow on social media like deal with that and that mm. can be pretty heavy to deal with at times. It definitely can. But yeah. again, when you have this this deeper co-papa that is driving you, then um it makes it a little bit more bearable. I mean, things hurt your feelings, but you know what's not gonna hurt your feelings? working for yourself, making your own money, Mm -hmm. sitting in the house (laughs) that you buy for yourself.
0: My friend sent me a message and she had screenshotted me liking one of my own posts. And she was like, I love it. How you just like all of your own posts. And I was like, girl, if you got paid to like your own posts and then just hope that other people are liking them too, you would do it too. Yeah. (laughs) 100%
1: and also why would you not like your own
0: posts of course
1: you're you're gonna have to love the stuff that you're putting out because you want your community to love it as well
0: (laughs) right and boost that engagement so yeah for everyone listening today um rate the podcast go rate Mahi's podcast and um yeah thank you so much for joining us today of course thank you for having me sis thank you Kate. te